the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, Election Eve. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my first night back in a week and a half. Y'all didn't think I could stay awake and be gone. The week of the most important consequential election in America's history, did y'all? I would have drugged myself. I I would have. I would have come in here tonight if I had to bump up against Kamala Harris herself. I'd have been here tonight. Nothing could have kept me away from spending this evening with y'all, even if I got, even if I got to crawl out of here, cause I'm not a hundred percent recovered. What I am is just honored to share this time with you guys as we roll into tomorrow. The phones we will keep open. We've got phenomenal guests for you guys tonight, uh, but we will make sure that we've got some time to squeeze in some calls because I'm desperate to hear from you guys how y'all were feeling going into tomorrow's election. 888 this is everybody's asking everybody, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? And this is kind of like a crazy jury trial to where the you, you know, I didn't watch the OJ Simpson trial like a lot of people did. I was launching in my corporate sales career, but I, I feel like it's almost like what people have told me about that who watched that trial. To where it's like, you know, the jury should go a certain way. The question is, how rational is this jury who's evaluating the evidence? And are they actually going to render a verdict that's based on rational evidence and based on rational thinking and analytical thinking? Are they going to go irrational? And to me, the choices we go into this election tomorrow, in spite of all the early voting, it will come down to turnout tomorrow and we will know i think earlier than most people predict whether or not the rational will beat the irrational here but i want to hear from you guys 888-344-1170 follow me on twitter at andrea k show on instagram at andrea k show we do have of course the night before the election i gotta have matt boyle from breitbart back with us tonight uh, as well as harmeet dillon who's uh Republican committee woman, national committee woman. She's also the founder of Center for American Liberty, a constitutional and election lawyer, uh, and just a brilliant gal all the way around. Harmeet Dillon will be here. But again, we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. We are streaming live right now on Facebook on the Answer San Diego page, as well as our special little private group, Caniacs. So I will be uh, reading comments throughout the show there. And I'm super excited. Of course, I'm not just happy to share this time with you guys out there, but my man, it's DJ Potato Skins. 
We are going to keep on working. We are going to keep on fighting. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. It will include and across the board. DJ DJ So laughing at the irony. You take off, you leave. I take off, I leave. And we're back, baby, on... Probably the most intense night before the election. I just, I just, I can't even think straight right now. I can't either, and I, I can't predict what's going to happen. I, the, it, it's disturbing to me that it's even close, that it's even in question. Should be a no brainer. It should be. It, well, if we had rational, if it, it's come down to the rational versus irrational, and if we had. The question is, what percentage of the American voter is irrational? And I'm sorry to, you know, if you're a Biden supporter and you're hearing me call you irrational, but let's think about this for a moment. Let's look at the evidence from a rational standpoint. This is a president who uh, has launched the greatest economic revival in American history, the lowest unemployment for most minority groups, if not all minority groups, including women in this country, for African-Americans, Asian-Americans, women in this country. He actually brought back jobs, manufacturing jobs to this country that Obama who, who Joe Biden represents, said couldn't happen in this country. Like he, him or not, you can't argue numbers. You can't argue numbers. He absolutely, and he did it with a tax plan and a regulatory plan that made that happen. He, this is, this, you're, you are not rational when you were calling this man a racist. This man has done more correctly. He's correct when he says that he has done more for African Americans in this country than any other president or person since Abraham Lincoln. It was not the Democrat Party that came up with the First Step Act. And prison reform. It was not the Democrat Party that funded, fully funded for 10 years historical black colleges. It was not the Democrat Party that came up with opportunity zones to go into these minority neighborhoods and give them an opportunity for business ownership. These were extraordinary things on top of his tax and regulation plan that made it possible for African-Americans to have dignity, to have an opportunity. He did these things. Let's talk about the religious protections that he put in place for Americans in this country. Let's talk about the efforts that he did in spite of even going up against Republicans to build a wall to keep us safe. Look at the measures that he took against Islamic terrorists coming into this country. I could go on. I don't even have enough time to go into the list of things that this man has done for this country. How much more could he have done had he he would have replaced completely replaced Obamacare? But for the fact that he had a Republican Party, including John McCain, that that was so irrational that he flew across the country, wouldn't do any any other job, wouldn't wouldn't come to the floor and debate any other issue, but because he was too sick, except he got on a plane to come and stick his thumb his nose, stick his thumb in the nose of Trump to stop the repeal and replacement of Obamacare. Let's talk about what this man has done through the use and understanding of private enterprise for coronavirus. We'd still be waiting on ventilators. We'd still be waiting on masks. We'd still be waiting. We wouldn't be uh, having the advancements that we have towards a vaccine, which I know from many people aren't going to want to take it. But for those who, who believe in vaccines or want a vaccine for this, we, it, we'd still be 10 years away from even getting that thing started if it wasn't for President Trump. It is completely irrational. Let's talk for a moment about what you're facing. You look at, you look at the choices and the slogans alone tell it all, don't they? Keep America great versus settle for Biden. Literally, that's a slogan that the Democrats are coming up with. Businesses all over the country being boarded up because it's vote for Biden or your business might be burned down. You look at what's going on in this country. Biden has been very careful to not try to tell you exactly what he's about. But, you know, 
You know what it's about. Same you know, thing as Obamacare. Yeah. He's, he literally admitted in a debate that he wants to get rid of the uh, completely get rid of oil and fossil fuels. What do you think is going to happen before it, it, it's completely done away with? We're looking at, what, $10 a gallon for gas? How do you think you're ever going to get on a plane and fly anywhere? You look at what these Democrats have done. You can guarantee, you can be guaranteed that the, um, I mean, we're already pretty much at a place to where we don't have rights anymore. We have permissions. But let me tell you, that will be absolutely permanent and 100%. We are already at a place in this country to where we don't really own property given taxes. But let me tell you, Joe Biden and the far left progressive get a hold of this country and it will not only be. It will not only be a situation to where you don't really own your home unless you pay your property taxes. They will literally, they literally have a plan to come and seize your property to use it for the common good. We're talking about, as as Mike Pence put today, the choice is about an economic boom versus complete economic destruction of this country. We're talking about a denial of your Second Amendment rights. And don't think that they can get away with it. You don't think so? Because let me tell you, they will pack the courts. They will make sure that they get enough justices on the Supreme Court to completely remove any rights that you have. You think you think that uh, what's what's been done to you and your business and your job under the coronavirus is temporary. It will be permanent. You think that a weaponized FBI and a DOJ against American citizens for their political stuff, uh, uh, for their political opinion is temporary. It will be permanent. We will all be Michael Flynn. You look at what this FBI and the DOJ did when they got information last December about how compromised Joe Biden was and and not just his involvement in these business deals, but he was on the take and they sat on that laptop and did nothing about it while they literally obstructed justice, withheld mitigating evidence and exculpatory evidence in the middle of an impeachment. This country is gone. It is completely irrational if you allow these far left Marxist communist crackpots to take control of our country. Before I go to break, um, it looks like Robert is on the line and he wants to make a comment on the election before we go to break. And then we'll bring in Harmeet. Hey, Robert, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Uh, hi, Andrea. How are you? I'm good. How are you, my friend? Good. I'm glad you are better. Hey, Thank did you. Did you uh, by chance hear about the um Attorney General in Philadelphia, he tweeted out this morning uh, that Joe Biden has won that state. And um, Jay Sekulow had it on a show to tweet. And he said, if that's the case, we're going to look at that as um, fraud and we'll be all over it if that comes out that way. Well, I'm glad you called in and teed that up because you teed it up perfectly for Harmeet Dillon, who's going to be with us next, because, yeah, the tweet... Um, uh, it was from Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro said, if all the votes are added up in Pennsylvania, Trump is going to lose. That not just displays, uh, you know, a question of the planned to rig this election. How, how could he make that statement unless he was planning to rig it? Exactly. Even, that's, right. that's exactly what Jay said. Right. And even even a best case that he's not planning to rig it. He's so obviously in the tank when we know what's going to happen. We know that they I, I think the Supreme Court has allowed for uh, a, I don't, an extended period of time post-election for mm-hmm. them to continue to add count votes. This man is compromised. He's so biased and he's and he's gone public with his bias that he should already exactly. be be removed. So, you know, this is what we're up against. And this is why when people have asked me the past few days, what do I think? Do I think Trump's going to win? I said, I 
think it, in it, it, under normal times he would. But what I'm concerned about, and this is why our turnout has to be huge tomorrow. Do not get out of line. And no matter how long that line is tomorrow, you must stay in line because the uh, because we must overcome this kind of cheating that will take place. Robert, thank you for calling in. I got to take a break because I want to uh, go to Harmeet Dillon. Um, when we come back, and I thank you for calling in because Pennsylvania is one of the main reasons why I asked to have Harmeet Dillon on the show tonight. So don't go away. She will be with us next. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is election eve. Is Santa going to give us a big present tomorrow under the tree, or are we going to get a lump of coal? At the open of the show, I talked about, to me, the choice is really rational versus the irrational. I used a legal analogy of whether or not the jury is going to review the evidence presented to them and, and reach a rational uh, verdict. And so I can't think of a better. And then we had a caller, Robert, who called in wanting to raise the concern that many people have had today based upon a tweet from the Pennsylvania Attorney General. Um, I, many people are saying that it could be weeks, if not months uh, before, not months necessarily, but at least uh, through November and December before we actually have a winner declared here and that there's expected to be uh, more than one uh, legal wranglings, legal uh, cases uh, as a result of the election. So joining me now to discuss is Harmeet Dillon. She's founder of Dillon Law, founder of the uh, Center for American Liberty. She is the Republican committee woman for California. And uh, you see her all the time on uh, Laura Ingram and other shows because she's a brilliant political commentator as well. Hello, Harmeet Dillon. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Thanks, Andrea. Happy to be here today. Thank you. Okay, so um, all eyes on Pennsylvania. Many people are saying that this is the state that Trump has to win, and it's also the state most likely to be stolen from him. And that was the we were hearing that before this attorney general tweets this out today. And then on top of it, we hear that Texas, some some judge in Texas ruled against the Republican Party. There's rumored shenanigans going on possibly in Michigan. How do you see, and I know that you don't have a crystal ball, no way to really you know predict any more than anybody else, but what, what do you think you feel comfortable sharing that you see this playing out from a legal standpoint? Well, what I can tell you and your listeners is that the uh, GOP between RNC uh, staff, the Trump campaign, and volunteer lawyers through the Republican National Lawyers Association, which I'm national co-chair of. Collectively, we have hundreds of lawyers in just the battleground state, and hundreds or thousands more on call if necessary. And below that, we have paid poll watchers and also valid security people and uh, thousands of field workers whose job it is tomorrow to Witness the voting, uh, get out the vote, make sure nothing weird happens to the ballot, challenge uh, inappropriate judgment calls by local election officials, and go to court if necessary. And, you know, to a certain degree, this type of a drill has been ready, uh, you know, since way before the 2000 election. Uh, It rarely had to come into play the way it did in 2000. But since then... It's a standing army of lawyers who 
You know, they usually have other day jobs, but they, you know, sort of volunteer to do this work and or they get paid to do it. Uh, so I have a mixture of those. My law firm, uh, two of my very senior colleagues are on the ground and in one of these battleground states. And, uh, you know, they're there witnessing, watching, doing legal research, prepared to pounce. And like you asked the question about Pennsylvania. Well, it's no secret that the, the Democrats are now desperate. They were very confident about it before. And then Joe Biden made a disastrous remark concerning ending our, uh, you know, native energy industry in America. Mm-hmm. And, and since then, the panic has set in. And so we saw a tweet over the weekend from Democrat lawyer volunteers or paid staff, I don't know, for the Biden campaign, uh, specifically regarding Pennsylvania. And they were making an all-points an all bulletin begging for help from lawyers to come for the following. Now, this is very interesting if, if you want to get into the weeds. Their, their concern is that because of uh, mail balloting, where you have to have a match between the signature in the voter record and the signature on the secrecy envelope of the ballot, uh, that ballots are going to get tossed out. And that's one of the problems with mail voting is that, you know, sometimes as much as 10 percent of the ballots get tossed out because of these types of reasons. So what they're calling for lawyers for, the Democrats, not the Republicans, is they, they're claiming that they're going to be told tomorrow that, you know, whose ballots are being tossed out. And then they want to hustle and get those people to the polls to uh, vote provisionally so that okay. they vote a second time. Okay. Now, now, how is that going to happen? Because under Pennsylvania law, the ballot opening and the witnessing by the two parties is secret. You can't tweet it out. You can't make use of it for any other purpose. It's meant to be a witness situation, not go fix it situation. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't know what universe Democrats think they're going to get this information. Maybe the secretary of state has told them, I'm going to ignore this rule because of the exigency of COVID. And I'm going to tell each party, but maybe just wink, wink, nudge, nudge a certain party that, uh, you know, 50,000 of their ballots uh, are about to be tossed out or will be tossed out because of the signature mismatch. Go find those voters, bring Mm -hmm. them to the polls by 8 p.m. and make them vote. Republicans aren't, you know, sort of that's not consistent with the rules. But that's the type of thing that happens. That If they try to do that tomorrow, you may see legal action around that and probably a bunch of other issues I haven't even thought of. Well, there's just and that's just one state because there's other states that are not even requiring signatures to match. And then we've got some states where they everything has to be in tomorrow. Others, they have days afterwards because, you know, difference each each state has its own, uh, you know, election laws, which, uh, you know, you wouldn't think would be the case for a federal election. Um, but all those all those opportunities for fraud, Harmeet, is why so many Trump supporters are upset today. And that's why, you know, people are unable to predict, you know, the uh, and saying, it, you know, um, uh, unable to in, in normal times, we'd be able to say he's got the power of the incumbency. You look at his record, you look at these rallies and you see 50,000 people showing up at the rallies and, you know, um, Republicans play by the rules and you've got Democrats that are so desperate for power. Um, you know, for example, I mean, Biden still won't answer whether or not he's going to pack the courts. I mean, there, you know, the, there's so many different ways in which an election can be stolen. And the Democrat Party has proven that they're willing to do engage in each and every one of them. So my message to tonight is really to to the voters turn out turn out turn out but i also wanted everybody to hear from you that there is a plan in place legally to fight these battles and and um to to fight for for what's right you what aside from that just you know your your thoughts and your perspective on this election tomorrow 
they've already been fighting. So if any sort of people are quote-unquote upset about this, they haven't been reading the news and watching. Uh, the GOP right. has been filing lawsuits for, you know, since last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the lawsuit in California with my colleagues about making sure the president's on the ballot right. in California. So mm-hmm. nobody should worry about that. We're fighting. Uh, we're fighting hard. What we need people to do is do their part, right. which is vote. Uh, if you haven't already voted, you should already have voted, by the way, in California. But if you haven't, you got to vote and you got to make sure every single person you know who's going to vote Republican gets to the polls. That's right. what voters can do. Right. Um, you're, what's your perspective in terms of what's at stake in this election? Well, what's at stake is uh, living the American dream. What's at stake is the economic boom guaranteed by uh, the president's tax policies. Uh, it's in energy independence of the United States, uh, affordable energy, affordable health care, um, you know, education, your freedom from this uh, restrictive COVID uh, mm-hmm. lockdown situation mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we're all suffering under. Everything is at stake in this election. What's not at stake in this election? Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. You know, as I'm sitting here scratching my head tonight, Harmeet, and my open my show was about the rational versus the irrational. I mean, I'm literally scratching my head how any American could vote for anybody but President Trump, given what he has delivered and given what the other side has signaled because Biden's not being honest, nor is Kamala Harris, about what they want to do to us here. And I just don't understand how any American voter could even consider voting for that. You know, and we do have everything about our way of life is absolutely at stake. And you look at what's happened in California and you guys I don't even know how many lawsuits you have filed to try to fight for our freedoms here in the state of California against Gavin Newsom and what he's done and that is the playbook for what they will try to do to us across the country you know Gavin Newsom putting us all on what he refers to as a dimmer switch I can you know I've got y'all on a dimmer switch and I can shut your business on or turn it back on at will and you know we still I guess you can't now thanks to Kevin Kiley and James Gallagher winning a partial victory in court uh, to day where the judge said that you know whatever's happened has happened but no more uh the governor doesn't get to uh, lock you know institute more of these uh, shutdowns so in that sense that was some good news today well it was um i i i think that uh, going forward it's something that americans I, I and i think that my personal perspective is and i'll, and I'll wrap at this I, I have to believe in the rational thinking of the american people i have to believe that when i look at these rallies and i look at so many trump supporters and what he represents it's everything that you fight for you know as an attorney and at the center for american liberty and it is about our freedoms it's about everything that this country was founded on and it's in in it's so opposite of what the left is trying to do to us. And it's about, you know, um, and I have to believe when I look at these rallies and 50,000 people there, that many people there are Democrats that are disgusted by the fact that they can't they can't go to church, that they couldn't have a funeral for their family members, that they can't even go visit family member, a family member in a nursing home. Um, that they understand that, you know, their jobs and their businesses have been taken away from them and they don't want a national mask mandate. And that it, that they understand that it is about freedom and liberty, uh, versus the, the Marxist movement on the part of the left. And so I'm, I'm optimistic going into tomorrow. And I want to thank you for being a part of a team that's prepared to continue to fight for us because my message is also this, that a, a win tomorrow for President Trump is not uh, winning the war. It's winning a battle.
right, or winning a round in a prize fight. We have to continue to be willing to fight, and every one of us do our part, like you said, and to continue to fight for our freedoms, to fight to to join with President Trump and people like yourself and fight for what this country was founded on because the left fights all day, every day. Yes? Yes. I mean, I was going to say nobody should count on there being a decisive victory tomorrow. The left game plan includes dragging it out. So, you know, people should have fortitude. People should not give up. People need to be strong. If mm-hmm. there are long lines to vote tomorrow, that's why I was telling people to vote today or vote, mm-hmm. vote already. But if they're long lines, stay in them. Yes. Get there early and stay late. You know, we need every vote. And even here in California, where you might think, well, all I care about is the presidential race. I don't really care about anything else. Well, that that would be short-sighted because Mm-hmm. Our president has been hampered in many ways over the last uh, couple of years because of uh, losing the House. Mm-hmm. We need to get it back. Mm-hmm. And we need President Trump, when he gets reelected, to have uh, a strong uh, set of uh, uh, you know legislators to work with and members of Congress, and we can get back some seats. But on top of that, in California, on the ballot includes affirmative action and you know your equal access to the, to the schools, to our great public school system in the UC system, um, you know, taxes. Mm-hmm. The right of people to have uh, independent contractor jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Prop Prop 13 is on the ballot with Prop yes. 19, you know, with a very deceptive uh, program to try to get con old people into feeling like, you know, they need to give up parts of Prop 13 in order to be able to, quote unquote, move closer to their children or whatever. So there's so much on the ballot in California that matters beyond the presidential and people need to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. And one thing I always say to people when they say to me, oh, I, you know, Harmita, I feel like it doesn't matter. And I, I, I didn't register a Republican. I said, well, you're part of the problem. Right. You probably don't vote. You're apathetic. And I don't want to hear it. I, right. I, I'm an immigrant. I don't take my right to vote casually and I don't take America for granted. And apparently you do. Yeah. So, you know, that's I have no patience for that. Right. So people need to do their part. Absolutely. Well, thank you for all that you do. I sincerely appreciate that and, and appreciate your efforts and, and for our freedoms and for our nation. And I thank you for being here tonight. Thanks, Andrea. Take care. All right. Now, you too. All right. Stay tuned, because when we come back, we got Matt Bull from Breitbart's going to be here with his predictions. You know, Matt always has great analysis and insight going into tomorrow. And we'll give, I think DJ Potato Skins has his own. He's going to actually make a prediction for tomorrow a little bit later in the show. We would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It is election eve, the most important election of our lifetimes. The choice could not be more clear, which is why I think it is a choice of the rational versus the irrational. I look at this and I think, how in the world could Trump possibly in any way lose unless it's unless it is stolen from him? And, uh, you know, uh, the polls are starting to to tighten up. The uh, looks as though on uh, election eve, Pennsylvania polls says Donald Trump at 47 in Pennsylvania. Uh, Trump uh, up over Biden, almost 2%. Uh, the other polls have tightened, I think, including Rasmussen and a couple of others. Here to discuss uh, what we might likely see tomorrow is uh, my friend Matt Boyle from Breitbart News. And he joins me. Hey, Matt, welcome back to the show. 
Andrea, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Okay, so polls are tightening up. It's starting to look like 2016 all over again, although it's not exactly 2016 because we've got all these mail-in ballots. We've got tweets from the Pennsylvania Attorney General saying there's no way Trump can win. We've got the Biden campaign saying that there is no scenario, Matt Boyle, no scenario they've said in which President Trump will be announced the winner tomorrow night, even if he gets 270 electoral votes. How do you see this playing out? Yeah, I think it's very possible that President Trump's going to win by such an overwhelming margin tomorrow night that he will uh, be very clearly declared the winner. A lot of this seems like, do you remember before the first debate, there was all this big, you know, back and forth as to whether or not there was going to be a glass barrier between the candidates and, oh, uh, they're going to be able to cut people's microphones and, oh, is Joe Biden got an earpiece in or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just this big, and is there going to be a drug test to the candidates and all this stuff? That's what this seems like. It's all just posturing uh, all this stuff beforehand. Once we get actual votes coming in, uh, we're going to see a very clear pattern and it's going to be very decisive, I think, when we head into tomorrow night. Uh, The reason why I think that is because I'm looking at the data that we already do have from a lot of different places. And what we're seeing out of Florida and North Carolina, the two states that report the most accurate information and where people vote early in bigger numbers than a lot of other states, uh, is that the Democrats are significantly underperforming when it comes to early uh, mail voting. And the Republicans are overperforming. And then we know that on uh, Election Day, the Republicans, uh, it's going to be a red wave at the polls across the country because Republicans like to vote on Election Day and the Democrats like to do this mail vote and early vote nonsense. So, okay, so we know all that is the case. It looks like the president is headed towards uh, a a pretty big night tomorrow night. I do know that the Democrats are terrified. Uh, Privately, there are calls happening all around Washington, D.C. tonight uh, where top Democrats are talking to each other, concerned that they may lose the election. I know this because I talked to several of them. Um, They're concerned that Joe Biden is in serious trouble right now. And and they, they question Joe Biden's decision to spend the eve of the election in Pennsylvania with the leader from Hollywood of the anti-fracking organization, Lady Gaga. They, 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 it's, it's literally <laughs> a middle finger from Joe Biden to the American worker in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, you know, the, the, those people's jobs, the people's jobs in Pennsylvania are at risk because of her. And Joe Biden decided to bring her there and rub her in their faces. And, and I think that that is an insult to the American mm-hmm. worker there. And I think that Joe Biden continuing to talk about all of his Wall Street friends and all of his friends on Park Avenue and in New York City, uh, these elitist globalist plans that he has. Meanwhile, his running mate is running around in the days leading up to the election talking about uh, socialism, literally, uh, not just socialism, like out and out Marxist communism, right, where she's trying to get you have the government guarantee outcomes. She put out this really remarkable video yesterday on that front. Uh, so I think that uh, all things are looking very good for the president as long as the Trump supporters out there across the country, the American worker shows up and votes tomorrow. Yes. As long as the American worker shows up and votes tomorrow and gets out the vote. And the, and the American people show up at the polls in these key battleground states and all across the country. And by the way, even if you don't live in a battleground state, even if you're in a California or something like that, there are key congressional races, there are ballot initiatives, there are all sorts of other races that are so important, Senate races in many states out there. 
that are super important. So anybody out there across the country, uh, uh, as long as they get out and vote, it's it's looking like the trends are showing that this is going to be a, a strong night for the president. Uh, and President Trump's campaign manager, Bill Stepien, earlier today sent out a tweet thread kind of explaining all of that with detailed numbers. And I encourage people to go check that out, too. Yeah, absolutely. I tweeted that today. And, you know, long story short, he goes through each of the each of the uh, the battleground states and talk and shows how the the margins are actually more in Trump's favor than they even were in 2016 in many of these areas. And so that's definitely encouraging. What I find interesting, Matt Boyle, is we've always heard for so many years, Ohio, so goes Ohio. And, you know, Florida, Trump's got to win. You know, no Republicans made it to the White House without Ohio. No Republican, you know, you got to win Florida. But article after article today is that the battlegrounds are Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, as well as Arizona and North Carolina. So should we assume then that Ohio and Florida is a lock for Trump? Because that's encouraging in and of itself. Well, look, it depends on what happens on Election Day, right? Like, so if the Trump people show up in those states, then uh, they w- they look very good for the president. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 but again, they got to vote on Election right. Day. So right. that's the that's the point here. Uh, but that being said, um, uh, you know, something like uh, uh, and check me on the specifics on this, something like the last 30 presidential elections, the candidate who won Florida won close to 100 percent of the time in a similar number and a similar percent of the candidate who won Ohio won the presidential election uh, the last something like 30 or elections. And again, it's 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 uh, 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 check me on the specifics there. But the point is, is that uh, it, the candidate who wins both of them. It usually wins the the White House, right? Like of Ohio and Florida. Uh, so as goes Ohio, as goes Florida, so goes the nation. And so we're starting to see trends out of, like I said, the early vote numbers out of Florida are looking very strong for President Trump. The Republicans are significantly outperforming the Democrats uh, or outperforming their uh, you know, the historically where we would be at this point. The Democrats still have a lead, but mm-hmm. uh, the Republicans vote on Election Day. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing in North Carolina as compared with, uh, with 2016 and previous elections before that. Uh, very strong uh, uh, ground game out there for the RNC and the Republicans. So, uh, again, as long as the people show up and vote tomorrow, it, it looks very promising for the president. This is now a ground game election from here on out until tomorrow night when we start counting the votes around this time tomorrow night. Yeah, everybody needs to turn out, turn out, turn out. Even I know everybody's upset and panicked right now over the opportunity for fraud with these mail-in ballots, but we can overcome that by getting out and and voting. And one of the things the Democrats have given Trump in in states like California have given Trump a gift because they have so at the local level, so upset every voter like here in California, even in San Diego County with their communist power grabs over us, exploiting the coronavirus for power that um, that. The average voter understands that even if Trump can't win California as a president, they're going to get out tomorrow and they're going to vote uh, involving uh, school board uh, races, uh, sheriff's races, judges at every level. I know so many uh, voters that are so furious. They're paying attention to these ballot initiatives. What the Democrats have done in overplaying their hand, Matt Bull, and the way that they have seized power and destroyed jobs.
shops, destroyed businesses, attacked people's religious freedoms by denying them the ability to go to church. You can congregate in a Walmart, but not not of church. Uh, law enforcement going around arresting people or harassing people on the street for not wearing a mask has motivated voters to go and vote at local levels at all races. And for that, I'm grateful and I'm going getting into that because if you haven't been thinking about that, please do tomorrow. And so much of uh, the Biden campaign saying there's no way that that uh, Trump's going to be uh, declared a winner in any scenario. Pelosi coming out and saying that, you know, he's not going to be declared a winner. And uh, the Pennsylvania guy, it's all about voter suppression, isn't it? Trying to keep people home tomorrow. Yeah, and it's all about narrative, right? They're still trying to control the narrative, and uh, but I think the American people can, uh, you know, they can they can blow up this whole narrative and the whole establishment thing by tomorrow showing up at the polls and voting. But again, uh, you know, on that whole uh, the bigger question here about the all these other elections and so on and so forth. Look, absolute power corrupts absolutely, and when the Democrats have absolute control in any of these different places, they engage in mass widespread corruption. We've seen that in California. Uh, we've seen that in Massachusetts. We've seen it in New York. We've seen it in uh, states where Democrats have had complete control. And I think the American people are tired of it. I think Mm -hmm. you'll probably see some surprises out there across the country tomorrow uh, where Republicans really uh, show up in big numbers. And and look, I think that the president is right when he's forecasting a red wave. All the signs are there for that. Now it's in the hands of the American people. Mm -hmm. It's up to them. It's up to the American people. They got to vote. If they vote, they can send a massive message to yes. uh, all of these people who have screwed with their lives over the course of the last several years. Uh, mm-hmm. This is their chance to do it. Absolutely. Yeah, the the left is referring to it as a red mirage. They, you know, even if Trump gets the, the electoral, uh, gets, uh, you know, at, based upon tomorrow's vote, looking as like he's got the 270 electoral votes, that it's a red mirage because through mail-in balloting, they're going to do what they did in the midterms here with ballot harvesting and flip flip seats. That's why it, you turn out, turn out, turn out. Do not listen to anybody who tells you a state's already gone, you know, for Biden. Do not listen to anybody. That's the kind of crap they pulled in 2000 when they said that Florida had already gone gone for Al Gore and people in the panhandle, you know, stop voting, turn out, turn out, turn out. And I say that, you know, we are, you know, we all know people too in these swing states across the country uh, because we've become transient. You know, we've all moved around and we've got family that's moved around. So don't, not only you need to get out to vote, but you need to get on the phone with everybody that you know and make sure that they've gotten out to, to, to vote as well. Um, final thoughts, Matt Boyle, as we go into tomorrow. Well, this is uh, you, when you were opening up the segment there, you said that, uh, uh, you know, the stakes have never been higher. I think that's that's true. The stakes have never been higher than this election. The choice has never been clearer. And uh, the, uh, the the future of the country for decades to come is going to be decided uh, tomorrow. And, uh, you know, are we going to let the left take over uh, uh, all of these different uh, uh, elements of your, of your life or not? And uh, uh, do people want freedom? Do they want uh, choice? Do they want the ability to succeed? Or do they want this socialist nightmare that the Democrats are offering? So uh, it's, it's really all comes down to tomorrow. This is the most consequential election. And I've been doing this for 10 years, I, uh, you know, and I know many people who've done it for a while longer uh, who uh, uh, believe that uh, this is the most consequential election many of us will ever face in our lives. 
It absolutely will, because I predict that if if the left does get power, it will be permanent. If for no other reason, then they will absolutely, at the first opportunity, pack the Supreme Court. And once the Supreme Court rules on something, it's considered precedent, and it's it's forever, you know, locked into locked into our nation. And that's ultimately how and you can see that the power that they've amassed and moved to judiciary and to the courts system already. And uh, their plan is to use the courts uh, to swing from uh, the red mirage tomorrow and, and flip it to Biden. And thank God we've got people like Harmeet, who was on the show earlier, Harmeet Dillon, and and uh, lawyers that are going to be out uh, to make sure that that doesn't happen and that this isn't stolen from president. President Trump, but we absolutely must understand what is at stake, and it is America as we know it, and it's not hyperbolic to say that. Matt Boyle, thank you for being here. Everybody needs to get their news from Breitbart, and uh, particularly tomorrow, and I thank you for being here and all that you do for us, my friend. Yep, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. All right. We're going to take a break. We come back. DJ Potato Skins, he says he's going to make a prediction. He's going to say what he what's going to happen tomorrow, and you know what? That will be recorded for all of posterity. So come on back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. We just got a few minutes left here as we roll into Election Day tomorrow. And one of the things that I mentioned earlier in the show, we've got to get out, turn out, turn out, turn out. But we and, and one of the reasons why I, I think um, what might motivate you to to um, to to get out and vote is understanding that even a Trump victory tomorrow um, you know, would be winning the round, not necessarily winning the fight, winning a battle, not necessarily winning the war. We understand that this election is the most critical in our lifetime. It, um, everything is at stake here of, of America and our way of life. And this is a fight and a battle. It's like Harmeet said earlier, we got to do our part. And that means understanding that this fight and the battle for our nation will continue tomorrow. And we must be prepared to be a part of that fight. It will continue tomorrow whether Trump wins or not. And um, you had a prediction you wanted to make. Yeah, I didn't write anything down originally. I was going to, but real quickly, just going to say what's on my heart. You know, we live in the mainstream media and, you know, see all the narratives. And I really try and look beyond that, behind that and do research and, you know, uh, look at what's going on and listen to to the nation. And just watching here what's going on in California, even though it's probably going to be blue. People are sick and tired of the socialistic dogma that is being entrenched on our nation, and they want their freedoms back. And they know I have heard so many Democrats that say, you know what, after the last four years and seeing what Trump has done for this nation, I'm voting for Trump. I really think that you are going to see the biggest red wave this nation has ever seen since Ronald Reagan, and that no amount of cheating is going to give Joe Biden this election. I think we got it in the bag. I love that. I love that you're optimistic and, and hopeful. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm. We're going to leave it at that. We're going to leave it on that optimistic note from DJ Potato Skins. We will be here tomorrow night on election night, six to seven p.m., and we'll watch it roll down together. Buckle up, people. Let's let yeah. Let's get let's buckle up that chin strap. Be ready to to come here tomorrow night and uh, be in it for the long haul. Love you all. See you tomorrow night, six p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Come on.